Welcome back to Strange Days, episode six. And off the back of our last episode where we spoke about being tired and burnt out, um, we're going to spend the next two days looking at rest, both physical and mental. Um, and I hope many of us managed to take stock last week of where we're at on the energy level spectrum. I put myself um, around the sort of good tired mark, um, maybe drifting a little bit further on the one night, but by the time I had a good sleep, I felt like I was in the between the the rested and the and the good tired, which was which was good to take note of. Um, but what's great is that silence and solitude. It's something that serves us if we're already in that energized, lively state. Um, it helps keep us there. It brings peace. Obviously, it facilitates communion with God. But also for those of us who are on the other side, um, dangerously tired. It serves to bring us back to, to rest in God himself, good health for ourselves. And like Elijah in the passage that we read last time, our bodies are a vital part of our spiritual life. Um, some of us might not have even thought about this because we've never perceived any relevance or connection between our physical and spiritual life. Uh, but we are embodied humans, okay? We're integrated beings. We're not just souls trapped in bodies, um, this thinking isn't biblical. It's much more sort of ancient Greek than it is ancient Hebrew or Christian. It's much more linked to uh, Plato, the ancient philosopher, and the early Gnostics in the time of the early church, um, who all believed that the, the immaterial soul is valuable and it's the pinnacle of life, but that the body and earthly matter is, is crude, it's degrading, it's just not as valuable. You know, our bodies are sort of um, prisons waiting to be escaped from. But that's not the view of the Bible at all. The, the body is good. We eat and drink to the glory of God as our spiritual act of worship, Romans tells us. Um, and we're going to be raised in a physical resurrection body for the rest of time, the New Testament repeatedly tells us. We're not just drifting around as disembodied souls in some sort of ghost realm. And God himself, in the person of Jesus, has chosen to unite himself to bodily flesh forever. But, you know, we're so influenced by ancient Greek thinking that often we don't even consider these things. Um, some people say it's probably one of the reasons we don't fast much in the modern Western church. It's because we can't perceive any connection between a, a spiritual experience and change coming to us via the body. Uh, but it does. Dorothy Bass says, as a quote, she says that the Christian practice of honoring the body is born in the confidence that our bodies are made in the image of God's own goodness as the place where the divine presence dwells. Our bodies are worthy of care and blessing and ought never to be degraded or exploited. It is through our bodies that we participate in God's activity in the world. Okay, our bodies are temples, says Paul in 1 Corinthians. They're hotspots of God's presence. Um, that's, that's how the Bible Project guys describe temples in the Bible. They're the meeting place of heaven and earth. And this is huge. Um, so that's why we want to pay attention to our bodies, both for silence and solitude, but also during our times of silence and solitude. And so regarding paying attention to our bodies for our times of silence and solitude, um, we're talking about what happened with Elijah when he first ran to the wilderness and cried out to God. He needed to just deal with his physical state before he could properly pray, be in a sound mind, not just pass out while he was trying to connect with God. And so for us, and I speak to myself big time here, we need to commit to looking after our bodies, stewarding them, figuring out exercise routines, check what we eat and drink, because uh, our physical state, it affects our, our mental, emotional, and spiritual lives, okay? It's all integrated. 
Think of this. Do you sin more or less when you're tired? The answer is more. Are you more irritable when you're hungry or less? More. It's, it's called hangry. Um, and so we need to do what we can to serve our bodies for our spiritual lives and for our times of silence and solitude and prayer and scripture reading and whatever else. But then also we've got an opportunity during our times of silence and solitude. Okay, while we're alone in the quiet with ourselves and with God, we've got an opportunity to pay attention to our bodies. And I really try to do that this morning, um, to notice the aches, the pains, the stiffness in our neck, etc. Okay, these are all these all these things tell us stuff. Okay, and incredibly tense back and neck muscles, uh, it's often linked to mental or emotional stress. Okay, remember, I'll say it again, we're integrated beings. And so, in our times of silence and solitude, um, what feels sore, you know, what feels good, what feels tired in our bodies, what parts of our bodies feel energized, we want to notice these things while we're still, because we're not going to feel them when we're rushing about, we need to take the time. And then let's see what God wants to tell us or, or give us through this time. You know, he might whisper uh, that we need to slow down. He, it's quite possible he'll tell us that. Uh, we might realize he's inviting us for another sleep, which is awesome. We might notice he's calling us to, to eat. Uh, we might even find that maybe he's actually beckoning us towards a fast, which is, you know, maybe we never expected that. Okay, who knows? But here we've got an opportunity to serve ourselves, um, to serve others, uh, a healthy body and, uh, you know, creates a sound mind and a, a nice person to be around, um, and then serve God by, you know, considering these physical dynamics of our being. Um, and then making sure we're physically rested uh, to the best of our ability before God when we spend time with Him. Um, remember, we, we, we come to God as we are. So don't feel like you need to go do this in order to come to God. But um, use our times with God to figure out where we're at um, and, and, and help God help us in these times. Psalm 127 verse 2 reminds us that God gives sleep to His beloved. What a glorious gift to be received that is. Um, and in Psalm 137, I mean 131 verse 2, sorry, um, we've got a very sort of, you can go read it, it's a very tender image of a baby who's just been fed by their mother, um, and they're curled up, um, and without words, they're having a sort of intimate bonding time. Um, and we're told that this is what the psalmist feels like. He's calm, quiet, with God, sort of at rest on his chest. It's a beautiful image, and that's where we want to be resting in God. Um, and so only you can figure out what this looks like in this season. Uh, I know some of you are tuning into Jeff Fote's workout session at 5 p.m. that he's doing um, for the 21-day lockdown. Others of you are using fitness apps and online video uh, workouts. Some of you are running sort of sprints in your basements, which is cool. Uh, yesterday I did a whole bunch of pulling out weeds in the garden and removing bougainvilleas yesterday, so that um, worked up a sweat really quickly. Um, so we're going to have to figure this out. But Father, help us figure these things out. Between us and you, help us there. Um, speak to us in these times, God, but also maybe help us spur one another on. Uh, I know I've been uh, challenged and encouraged about this area in my life, and I know how much it serves the rest of my life and serves my wife and serves my friends and community and serves you, God. So help us, um, help us have, a, have a more accurate view of ourselves, a correct view of who we are as humans. Um, help us see the, the blessings, the benefits that you want for us. Um, and help us, God, um, find rest um, in you. Um, help us get physical rest, God, um, before and after our times of silence and solitude. 
Amen.